Well, hey friends, happy Tuesday. So today I'm going to walk you through one exercise, just one, one exercise that I lead clients through and that I really want you to go through for yourself to help with your content strategy. Because spoiler alert, if your content strategy is off or non-existent, <laughs> then your SEO is going is going to suffer. Your clients and readers and listeners are going to get confused. And three, you're just going to get plum burned out. So listen in as I walk you through just some mindset shifts and then a very simple, but very, very effective exercise that I want you to go through on your own. So be ready to take notes and just kind of come at this with an open mind, because this is a great exercise that I use for myself and with clients and I've taught to others. So buckle up buttercup. We're going to get right into it. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. <laughs> hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees. Until I learned these secrets, good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So I'll be real, real with y'all. This is a subject that I actually kind of I don't want to say that I struggled with, but I kind of struggled with how to teach it because it just came so naturally to me for a while. And then a couple years ago, um, I was walking through teaching this process to somebody and I just was like, I, I'm like talking to my husband. I'm like, I can't, I don't, blah, 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 blah. help me, help me, help me. Cause I don't know how to do this. And so he, in his wonderful, gracious, ways. He sat me down. He's like, okay, Faith, walk me through the process that you do with clients when you are coming up with their content strategy. Because to me, I sit down with a client and I'm just like drawing in all this information and taking all this information. And I just like, this comes out of me. Like it's not hard for me to figure out their content strategy for them. But then to teach it, I was like, uh, just drawing a blank. So this is what I figured out. This is what I've taught people. It works beautifully. And it's what I now go through for myself and for clients on a fairly biannual basis, like every six months or so, this is something that you want to do. So first of all, I want to talk just briefly about the difference between a content strategy and a content plan. Okay. So a content plan is simply you are going to post this thing on this day, or even 
You could even get as specific as like, I'm going to post this type of content on this day. These are the hashtags that I'm using. This is the audience that I'm going for. That's still in the planning side of this. What I want to talk to you about is a content strategy because a content strategy informs the why behind the what. Now, if you just are like, I'm just going to post stuff. I'm not going to post stuff. I'm going to create, I'm going to create, I'm create. And you're just creating on this hamster wheel of content. That is a lot of an online business. (laughs) Then one, you're not aiming at anything very specific. So you're never really going to know if you hit the mark and two, you're going to get burnout real quick. So I'm going to go over five real quick, real quick, five common pitfalls with pitfalls with content. Okay. And then I'm going to walk you through the one exercise that you need to do. So common pitfall number one with content is just no strategy, (laughs) like spaghetti at the wall. I'm going to post when I want to post. I'm going to post what I want to post. I'm going to do me baby. Like, no, if you're using the internet for your business, that is not how you grow an online audience. Okay. Okay. Pitfall number two is just just having the plan of I'm going to post on this day. I'm going to post this thing on this day, but there's no real why behind what you're posting. Okay. And number three is only creating content about what you sell. And this is huge. I see this all over the internet. Now, um, some people would, would disagree with me. They would say that, oh, you only need to post content about what you sell. You only need to write about your thing. You only need to podcast about like this one specific thing that you sell. But I would disagree vehemently about that because I think that we live in the age and the day when people, they want to know more about than just the product that we sell. We are all sold to constantly. And so just knowing, Hey, I sell this product and these features, and then either creating a blog or a podcast about a con about a product and its features, like one, people are going to get bored. And two, that just feels real sleep, real salesy, sleazy, real fast. (laughs) And you're going to run out of stuff to say. Okay. Okay. So don't only create content about what you sell. The, The number four pitfall is just straight up copying someone else's pillars. Now there may be somebody in your industry or even in your same niche that's been super successful with their content talking about three specific pillars. Great. Let them do that. You need to create a content strategy and content pillars specific to you and your business and this exercise that I'm going to walk you through. (laughs) And then number five, very common pitfall, is not really knowing the deep why of why you're creating. So I bet you have probably guessed at what this exercise is. Okay. The one exercise, the one exercise that you need to do is what I call my wagon wheel. Why? (laughs) And this is literally the same thing that I have been doing for years for myself and with clients and teaching And what this process is, is it allows you to get deep, 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 deep into the why of what you are doing. Okay. So you've probably heard of, um, Simon Sinek's book. It all starts with why I'm not going to lie. I haven't finished it because I suck at audiobooks. And I have two small children. And so my reading time is a little limited, but the basic premise, right? Like 
It starts with why. When you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you can't communicate that effectively, your mission is off, and your audience can tell that you don't know why you're doing what you're doing. When you know why you're doing things, it makes you so much more effective in business, in parenting, in your marriage, in life, in your faith. The why matters, okay? Now, here's the wagon wheel why work exercise, the wagon wheel why exercise. What I want you to do is I want you to literally draw, I want you to have two pieces of paper, okay? I want you to have on the first piece of paper, you're gonna answer these questions. And then on the second piece of paper, I want you to draw an actual wagon wheel. Now make the bit, make the middle of the wagon wheel like really big so you can write something in it and then draw some spokes off the wagon wheel. Why do I wanna use a wagon wheel? I don't know, cause I'm a little bit country, okay? And I like wagon wheels, they're cool. But to start this exercise, what I want you to do first is I want you to ask yourself, why are you in business? And to make money is not a good enough reason. The ultimate goal of this exercise is to go seven layers deep in your why. And I realize that some people are like, what? Like, I don't even know how to do that. Help me faith. And I've walked through this with one of my friends in a completely different industry. And she's the one that was like, you got to go seven layers deep. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So why do you, why are you in business? All right. To make money is not a good enough reason. Even to help provide for your family is not a good enough reason. Why? Well, because you could go get another job. Like God bless America. We live in the best nation in the world. Like you could go get another job tomorrow. You don't have to be in business. You don't have to own your own business to make a living and provide for your family. So why are you in business? And then ask yourself why again, and why again, and why again, and why again? And I'm going to walk you through some examples of this. So hold on if you're like, what? Hold tight. Okay. So ask yourself, why are you in business? And then ask yourself, why do you want to serve the specific people that you are targeting? All right. Why them? Why not a completely different niche? Why not a completely different group of people? Why do you want to serve the specific people that you are targeting? Okay. And then number three, why do you want to serve them in the way that you have chosen to serve them? Okay. So let me give you a couple of examples. I'm going to give you an example of one of my clients current client, love them. And then I'm going to give you my own example, like what my own why is okay. Cause I feel, I feel like you'll hear that on a little deeper level than like me talking about one of my clients that y'all don't know. So I have this client, they are a horse supplement client. They make natural horse supplements to help horses typically in the performance industry. Like if horses are rodeo horses or raining or cutting horses or, you know, um, any kind of like event performance based. And if you're just like eyes glazed over, you're like, don't know what that means. Equine athletes. Okay. They're helping horses who are athletes <laughs> for the most part, not all of their horses that they help are athletes, but for the most part. So on the surface, right? Like you could very easily look at any business and be like, Oh, they're in business to make money. Well, that's, that's fine. Money is not evil. Money is amoral. Money is neither good nor bad. It just depends on whose hands it's in and how they use it, right? Making money is not evil. We need money to meet needs and to buy things and to bless people. Like money can be an amazing tool. So to be in business, to make money is not a bad thing, right? But it's not a deep enough why, all right? You could even then look and say, 
Well, they're in business to provide natural products, right? A natural, a natural alternative. That's cool. All right, get a little deeper. Well, maybe they're in business to provide products that don't contain banned ingredients. Because if y'all are not familiar with the equine industry, they test, they test these equine athletes, just like we test our Olympic athletes to make sure that they're not receiving any performance enhancing drugs. Okay. Long story short there, but maybe this company is in business to provide products that don't contain banned ingredients. Well, that's awesome, right? Maybe they're in business to help horses detox. But as you ask the why and you get deeper and deeper and deeper, the core of their why is to help horses live healthier, happier lives. See what I mean? Like you just get deeper and deeper and deeper into that why and you really come out with, they just want to help horses and horse people live healthier, happier lives, right? They want the horse people to be happier because their horses are happier and healthier, okay? So that's the why for that client, all right? Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast or repurpose your blog and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing. Then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. Now for my business, my own personal business, um, it would be really easy to look at it and be like, oh, face in business, the surface level would be face in business to help Christian entrepreneurs get more leads and grow their business through SEO, keywords, copywriting, and blogging. Okay, that's a that's a pretty easy like why. Like, or you could even be like, oh, well, face in business to make money, which is not a lie. Like I ain't, I ain't here playing around, like spending all my dollars, right? Like I'm in business to make a profit, right? Um, but that's not the deep why. All right. Now, second layer here would be why? Well, because I'm good at it (laughs) and nobody enjoys things that they suck at. (laughs) You could also say another layer would be maybe why? Well, because the extra income is helping my family and that's true right now. You could also say why Christian entrepreneurs? Well, mostly because I can't not talk about Jesus and that's mostly who I attract. Do I do I only work with Christian entrepreneurs? No, but that's just who I attract mostly because I can't not talk about Jesus. And then why this way? Why this business model? Well, it's super efficient. I love it. I love podcasting. I love blogging. I love being online, but still getting to be home with my babies. It connects with my people. And again, I'm able to stay home and raise our babies and homeschool them and get all of this work done, the business work in 20 hours a week or less. Okay. So that's a great why, but it's not deep enough. Okay. So I ask why again, and you know, okay, let's just get real real here because I like being able to 
use my brain and create strategy and, and do this work. Like that's fun for me. Why else? Why, why, why? So when I get down deep, the why at the core of my business is because I truly believe that it's a calling from God to use my God-given gifts. And I believe that in the last days, we are going to see revival in the marketplace because I believe that for a sold out Christian, work is inseparable from ministry. And at the end of my days, I want to stand before my father and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, because I used every talent that he gave me and multiplied it. And I truly believe that this business is a calling from God in God's timing to help other entrepreneurs, mostly Christian entrepreneurs, grow their businesses so that they can reach the people that God has for them to reach. So that you listening to this can use these strategies and these tactics and these tips, many of which have straight up been a download from heaven (laughs) so that you can reach your people, so that you can use online marketing so that you can use digital marketing and organic marketing wisely to reach people with your gift, to help people with your God-given gift. So that is my why. And really what I want you to do on your own, or if you just need to book a coaching call with me and I will walk you through these exercises and help you get to your why, I want you to know why you do what you do. Because that informs everything. That informs your interactions. That informs how you spend your time. That informs your business model. That informs how you use your profits. And that informs even your keywords and your SEO. Now, when you know your why, when you know why you're in business, it's really easy to sit down and figure out your content strategy. Now, back to our, our, our exercise, the wagon wheel that I had you draw out. What I want you to do after you go through these and like go why, 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 seven layers deep, is I want you to write your why in the middle of that wagon wheel. All right, now to use um, one, of my, one of my client's examples, the horse supplement company, the why, their why is to help horses live healthier, happier lives. Great. So the spokes off of that wagon wheel, and really you only need three to five quote spokes are going to be your content pillars. Those are going to be your content buckets. Same thing, content pillars, content buckets used interchangeably. And those are simply like the categories of topics that you talk about in your long form content that then hopefully you go and repurpose. Like I teach y'all in the freebie content repurposing cheat sheet. Hopefully then you go take that long form content and repurpose it into short, into short form content, like social media posts. But those content pillars that you hash out in drawing out this wagon wheel, those are going to come from just saying, well, how? The why is the center, the how are the spokes. So what you're going to do is you're going to say, well, how this, this horse supplement company, how do they help achieve their goal of helping horses live healthier, happier lives? Well, they create 
these products, right, that have these great ingredients in them. So one content pillar for them is going to be talking about the ingredients and the actual products. Okay, great. So then, well, how else do they achieve that? Well, they achieve that by connecting with people. So another pillar for them is just going to be like long form testimonials that I repurpose into a blog for them. Okay. And then we repurpose across social media. So that's a pillar testimonials. And then like horse people type stories. Okay. Industry, industry specific support. Like how do we support the horse industry type content is also going to be one of their pillars. Okay. So do that for yourself, right? Like for my business, my pillars are for the most part, SEO keywords, and then blogging. I talk a lot about blogging because that's necessary for SEO. And then like how to grow your faith, how to be a Christian entrepreneur in the marketplace, how to be a Christ-centered entrepreneur. So those are loosely my pillars. So don't get super hung up on what you're calling your spokes, what you're calling your content pillars, because literally nobody but you ever has to see that. You don't have to be able to be like, oh, this is exactly in 60 characters or less what my content pillars are. No, the point is for you to not be talking about everything, everything under the sun, right? You need to be talking about three to five categories of things. I actually have some really great blog posts for you about creating your content pillars, about figuring out your content pillars that I will link in the show notes. But the point is, is you only need to be talking about three to five categories of things. Because if you're like me and you're kind of multi-passionate, you could talk about like a lot of things and lose your clients because you're just confusing. So that's what I want y'all to do. I want you to take that wagon wheel. I want you to fill it in and I want you to go deep. I want you to get to the deep why of your, why you're in business, why you do what you do and really try to go seven layers deep. So I would love to hear from y'all some of your feedback on this. If you liked this exercise, if you would like a visual of this exercise, just feel free to shoot me an email, info at Faith Hannon, because I love to connect with y'all and just hear your heart. And um, if you haven't left a review yet, please go leave a review. I'm so close to my goal of reviews for this month. So please, please, please go leave a review. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. But I pray that y'all will take this and you will sit with the Holy Spirit and you will let him lead you deep into your why, deep into the why that he has for you in your business and in your calling, because I can promise you that he wants to use you. He wants to partner with you is a better way to say it. He wants to partner with you to be a blessing to those around you to show forth the character and nature of God to those around you in every encounter you have. So I pray that this episode blesses y'all and you just have a great rest of your day and we will chat with you again later this week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes and all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, 
God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.